1: You can subscribe to the podcast on Podbean, iTunes, and Spotify. Thank you for listening and enjoy.
0: All right. Hello, lovely listeners, and welcome back to Skylit. This is the Skylight Books podcast, and I'm your host, Gleb Wilson. Uh, Skylight Books is an independent bookstore located in the Los Feliz neighborhood of Los Angeles, California. We are open every day, Monday through Friday, 11 to 7, Saturday and Sunday, 10 to 8, for curbside pickup and masked in-store browsing. Uh, You can shop online at skylightbooks.com. You can also check out our upcoming events on our Crowdcast page at crowdcast.io slash skylightbooks. And now on to the show. Uh, today's episode will feature a discussion of We Want It All, an anthology of radical trans poetics from Nightboat Press by the book's editors, Andrea Abikaram and Kay Gabriel. Um, I'm going to give a brief intro and then hand it off to our brilliant guests. Uh, according to the Nightboat website, We Want It All is an experiment into how far literature written from an identitarian standpoint can go as a fellow traveler with social movements and revolutionary demands writing in dialogue with emancipatory political movements, the intergenerational writers assembled here imagine an altogether overturned world in poems that pursue the particular and multiple trans relationships to desire, embodiment, housing, sex, ecology, history, pop culture, and the working day. Um, Andrea Abikaram is an Arab American genderqueer punk poet performer cyborg, writing on the art of killing bros, the intricacies of cyborg bodies, trauma and delayed healing. Their chapbook, The Aftermath from Commune Editions, attempts to queer Fanon's vision of how poetry fails to inspire revolution. Under the full community engagement scholarship, Andrea received their MFA in poetry from Mills College. With Drea Marina, they co hosted Words of Resistance, a monthly radical queer trans person of color open floor poetry series to fundraise for political prisoners' commissary funds. Selected by Banu Kapil, Andrea's first book is Extra Transmission, a poetic critique of the US military's role in the war on terror. Simone White selected their second assemblage, Villainy, for forthcoming publication. Andrea toured with Sister Spit in 2018 and has performed at Radar, the Poetry Project, where they now work, The Stud, Basilica Soundscape, Transvisionaries, Southern Exposure, Counterpulse, Poets House, Radius for Arab American Writers. They are a Leo currently obsessed with queer terror and convertibles. And I also hear digging those convertibles out of the snow. And we've got Kay Gabriel, a poet and essayist who is the author of Elegy Department Spring Candy Sonnets One Boat Press, the finalist for the 2016 Boat Chapbook Prize selected by Richard Sykin. In 2018, 19, Kay was an Emerge Surface B fellow at the Poetry Project selected by Rachel Levitsky and in 2019, a fellow at the Lambda Literary Emerging Writers Retreat. With Liam O'Brien and Stephen Ira, she co-founded Vetch, a poetry magazine by and for trans writers. She's currently part of the editorial collective for the Poetry Project newsletter. She recently completed her PhD in classics at Princeton University. All right, y'all, take it away.
2: Thank you so much, Club. You read our long bios. (laughs) Um, It's great to be here. I'm gonna read my two poems that are in We Want It All. To the cop who read my text messages, I still remember your face, white and pink and soft with gray hair. You could be my poetry professor, my sugar daddy, if you held another symbol of power between your thick hands, knuckles throbbing, adrenaline pumping with the excitement of finally catching me. If you held a book or your cock instead of a baton coming after me, I lust after the moment I can become invisible and plunge a screwdriver into your eyeball. The one on the left that glimpsed me from around the corner of the building whose shade I sprinted under. A screwdriver with a flat head to scrape against the inside of your skull while your left eye watches from a crack in the sidewalk. I have tools too. Hold my hands. One, you made me wanna get fucked intensely and anonymously, hands slow, cock hard and bright fallen light, break through the gauzy exterior of street lamps at the edge of the water at night, the kind that eclipses depth perception, making everything so much more immediate amongst the lies the institution told me, desexualizing intimacy is a failure of visibility. Two, the gradual interiority of watching someone flip pages and pages of photos of the one you love. Personal collapse slide into icon. I wake early ready for a fight. I wake early ready for a fuck. Sometimes I think they're just the same gesture between us, the way the visual notebook clicks. Three, we sit close but and revel in the static of proximity pressed up against DW's visual mausoleum. People enter and exit the grid mid-loop. We wait for the loop to repeat, anti-linearity of water falling upwards. Famous gaze are only pristine when they're dead. Four, quick cut off. Five, We sit in between gallery walls facing others oriented transit parallel recordings of DW sprawl out along the tempered light nonstop with the weight of mortality immateriality hopeless rage. I want to grab your hand close the blanks between bodies and present morning of the decades of queer bodies propelled toward death by state sanctioned abandonment. Air bears heavy electric net of implication in the next phase of queer history. Refuse the archive, demand the immediacy of extensions press sharp. We breathe the same heavy air of rage press play. Amps crackle with loss, loosened in looping. Six coins cascade down onto my face and brace for impact keep eyes open to see where the glisten lands they recoil on my cheeks and my eyelids and my hollows mirrored each shadow holding a loss at its corners i let the elasticity of the screen stretch over me taut and hope I can still breathe. I wield my queerness like a leather jacket, sexy and resilient, that fine, brutal line between visibility and surveillance. But God, your spiked leather motorcycle heels are turning me on through the window of incomplete desire. These zippers make me wet. I bite my lower lip and make direct eye contact with the cycles of production until it grinds up against me. I reveal my hardness in the space left between red suture drawing your lips together blood and cum form rivulets down your chin caught by my tongue along carotid i open up in heavy prep to get fucked by late stage cap nonstop for 8 hours feeling your hard cock at 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 then frame shift click 7 I love to watch the planes over New York from my roof, little light grids of transit hanging low in the sky. Come on, pick me up like you did last night at the leather bar. The shadows of anonymity exceed identity politics for a few hours. Eight, Xerox, former self. Nine, quick cut. Two. Thank you.
3: Oh, thanks, Andrea, that is always so badass to hear. And thanks, Glenn, for having us. <clears throat> um, I'm gonna read uh, my poem, You Say Wife. It's an epistolary poem um, that I wrote to myself uh, in the mode of a bratty persona who sees things that I don't. You Say Wife. Dear Kay, a letter in seven arguments. One on lies. In another poem, a man compares me to pussy and then it happens again. Rosario says straight men don't even like pussy an attack so devastating I took it vicariously. Cause of death, personal correspondence. Do I care about straight men? The question is maybe misplaced. Anyways, they care about me. That coy interval between gays and trans women is good for a couple of things. One of which is giving the lie to hetero protestations about themselves. I don't even believe them culprits of their own desire, though, as Cam says, I think they believe themselves. This thing is multiform, contingent, ambivalent, and I call her my sex. Even if I make choices, I still like everything. I like myself and you, but the whole we share accuses us both. I'll call it autofiction. On its head, it accuses the world. Two, on high school. Visiting hours are over for the bloodbath, please. Three, on being a wife. Question, are you polymorphously perverse? Answer, no, I am betrothed to the present. Consider the wife. Desperately seeking Susan, Rosanna Arquette, wed to a jacuzzi and skimming the personals, rearranges the opposite side of the bridge. Anybody can be Madonna, so everyone's a wife in Fort Lee. Even the tubs dull the senses into a staycation. Our cat wants to be a club kid too, and briefly succeeds at the precinct in a gutted loft. Get into the groove and rot there, oh comely bohem. You'll even like it. You see, you say wife like style, or you say wife like rifled through someone else's stocks, or you say wife like wages. Wearing only animal print and plump in the right places. Dear Kay, suspicious, you delayed wifery. Now you wear it like a polymer mink. Anyone, anybody can be a wife in the country like everybody's a piece in town. Question, does everybody feel this way? Answer, I suspect they do, the fuckers. Four, on droit de vivre. It comes out of me like, oh. Five, on beauty. By origin or not, I am of the city until I can't be, a choice as choices go, made within constraints, one of which is surely beauty. I'm saying beauty like a person, not aesthetics like a grad student. Though for my sins, I'm the persona of a grad student and I've been one for long enough. It feels like a condition. You say aesthetics like style or you say aesthetics like a pretty face or you say aesthetics like a brand. Brett says you can't write poems about trees when the woods are full of cops. An aesthete says you can't write poems about, this, about sex if the city's full of brands. Or art has no vocation after 1991, or beauty is a fixing for the wealthy, a commons and a paywall. Do I like this world and what it's full of? Like hell, but there it goes, spitting you in the face and waiting for you underwater. You don't refuse to breathe, do you? Meanwhile, behind this hand-wringing, the hushed suggestion that women, gays, transsexuals are especially to blame for the miseries of brands or what the Metropole inflicts on everybody else. Hello, I hate it. Or, how interesting, the smack of the feminized in buying and selling. Dear Kay, hi, I'm waging a sub-Rosa war. Who loves me will know what I mean. Six, on grief. It comes out of me like God fucking damn it. Seven on lies. Desire is the suture of a new say it world. I'll fuck you till your dick is blue. Following Jackie's lead, it won't be one of winners in a virtuous game or letting agency skid off your ethical shoulders or of sharing your toys based on a common RX. What are you and what does it mean for me? A question nobody could stop asking if they wanted to. Read perversion, you meant to say, and follow it through with something about bodying forth anew, but Rachel heard one word played together like a chord. Say it's the same old sex-bent double. It's mine now, and goes between me like a stent. Dear i I'm writing the same letter always. Let me try it again. Here's a fable in the perfect tense. Some friends, perpetually adolescent and vengeful, with a weekend off and no particular reputation, make the drive to bully a medium-famous writer. He's speaking at a private college for a couple hundred bucks a pop, the subject modernist difficulty, or you get the idea. They've got a megaphone which they use to frighten local wildlife. The poets they intend to swirly have all scattered to satisfy their appetites and bowls of seasonal produce. Or maybe the Rimbaldian creatures enjoy their promised encounter after all, Irritate the tenure out of every mom and dad. Campus cops usher them off the handsome private greens. Over fries, the muddy kids hum some poems about difficulty, poetry, and rent, which makes them feel a little better, even triumphant. Two of them are dating and sort of clocky. En route back to a dingy apartment in the Burbs, some guy on the train resents the the way their faces look, how they touch each other. He's got a couple slurs to share, his parting shot to stay away from that AIDS, which missile, however graphic, lets something slip. I'd like to say that he got his, but actually he disembarked at Newark without consequences. It's a shame for words to be more vibrant than sex and sexier too, says my enthusiastic boyfriend. Right back with something genuinely new, I won't be disconsolate or have anything unkind to say. Palpating that world in a caress, your palpate tricks on call, Turner. Thanks.
0: That was really lovely. Thank you both for sharing those. I encourage everyone to pick up a copy of the book, not because the rest of it is is excellent, but also to see how those poems work on the page. Um, They are unique, like everything in the book. Um, So I guess the question I'll ask y'all is how how does this effort uh, differentiate itself from um, other efforts at either um, trans representation or uh, as a political intervention in this moment?
3: Um, Andrea, do you mind if I leap on that one for a second? Go for it. So it's a great question, um, in part because you've used a really hot button word, and that word is representation. So one of the things that, you know, after the so called trans tipping point in 2014, um, which, you know, there, there are all kinds of reasons why that media narrative about trans people is fake and 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 is, is manufactured and has much more to do with people paying attention to stuff that was already happening than actual kind of social and political and material changes in people's lives. Nonetheless, you know, it, it, uh, that after, after this media moment, this kind of self-declared tipping point, um, in a very different way from before, the publishing industry um, realized that they could sell, uh, books to, uh, cis people who, to a kind of liberal cis, cis audience, uh, that really wanted to read, um, a kind of heart-wrenching stories about trans pain, um, of various, like, you know, some more kind of bourgeois and some more, like, proletarian, but always romanticized varieties. And what are we thinking there you know I mean it's it, it could be I mean, that that includes books it also and frankly includes television series like post right. Um, you know this kind of all falls under the rubric of representation. Some of this stuff I'm really glad you know is out in the world but it's important to note that it is not about it is not about creating a kind of trans affirming culture that is actually interested in the self determination of people with respect to uh, various aspects of their lives, including gender. Right, and 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 why is that true? Well, it's because like the same people who make these decisions about what books to publish and what television to put on are all friends with Jesse Singal, you know, they all read the Atlantic, if they wanted to get together and make sure that it was never possible to like publish uh, uh, some kind of hit piece where people actually attacked the ability of like young people to figure out, among other things, how they want to Arrange their bodies according to available medicine, um, uh, 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 and and their own desires. They they could do that thing, but they don't, right? So it was so so. This kind of strategy of representation was never about us. And as uh, Termeline and case, Stanley and Joanna Burton, who are the the editors of Trapdoor. Um, I, I argue this kind of, this form of visibility is, is sort of sold to trans people as the only available form of politics. And that is true while um, uh, trans people, like many other people are, uh, uh, targeted by police, are targeted by ICE, are are variously uh, through dynamics of race and class, are uh, 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 frozen out of housing and healthcare, um, uh, and this on an international scale, right? Um, at the same time as you know, so so you know, our our this dynamic of representation. I guess what I'm trying to say does not either frankly, aesthetically, or politically, actually serve us very well at all. And there's a particular kind of literature that is organized around around that particular goal. I think that Andrea and I, when we put this, and I think our our sort of 65 plus contributors, when we put this together, really wanted to do something else um, that was focused on what, you know, how how can we uh, uh, understand the uneven but real relationship between aesthetic and political radicalism between these things and trans identity, between trans people who are writing poems and trans people who are involved in movement, which is, you know, like that's not quite a circle, but it's pretty close. Um, so, So these are some of the questions that we're asking. And then I think the final sort of like, it, how how does it d- differentiate itself from um, maybe some other some other political work that's out there? I think that that kind of actually comes in on the sort of experimental side of it, um, or in the sense in which I mean, experimental is 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 sort of a vexed term and uh, uh, it can be a very white category. But I what I, I think what I'm trying to get at is is again this sense in which we are interested in. Um, uh, uh, aesthetic radicalism and political radicalism and how those go together and how poetry, how, how, how a poetry written from a point of view of aesthetic radicalism and certain techniques using certain kinds of syntax can actually manifest uh, the world as it currently does not exist, if that makes sense.
0: Totally, yep, that's, Andrea, you wanna jump in?
2: Yeah, thank you, Kay, for that eloquent response. Um, I totally agree with everything that you said. Um, one thing that I wanted to, I'm kind of losing my thought, but one thing I wanted to add was what we were interested in asking lots of questions and not necessarily like without requiring offering all of the answers. Um, we didn't think that the book was going to solve all of our current like social and political crises, Um, but we wanted to ask the question of what happens when a group of self-determined and wickedly desirous trans people experiment with language in explicitly political ways. And one of the things that we find is that all of these formal experiments to get like in in accumulation and together kind of mimic a sort of a type of movement. Um, Like there's movements on the page and there's movements between forms, whether it's collage, epistolary, um, erasure, lyric. And another thing that we wanted to do was when thinking about the problem of trans representation and it being commodified in the world of publishing and literature is we didn't want those narratives necessarily to be included, although there are, of course, there's a time and a place for trans pain and trans objection, but a lot of those stories are like kind of the end all, and we don't want the story to end there because, you know, we love to have fun as trans people. <laughs>
0: um, among, among other themes that uh, the work in this book explores is the kind of question of Legibility to a cis world um, is that is that ha- is that something that has um, been an issue or just some something that you would want to meditate on as it refers to the book and the book's legibility as uh, like maybe a trans object, if you will.
2: I have a I have a response to that. I I'm finding that um, there are some problems in the world of in the world of like publishing I feel like there's this is like kind of a secret but there's this the distributor that nightboat uses called consortium book sales and distribution and every week they people sent like publishers send them their publicity for their books and they feature the the hottest ones or whatever in this kind of e-blast that goes out to libraries and booksellers um and in our first week of publication we had a bunch of great stuff come out we had an interview in them we had a little we had a review in poets and writers and we had several other like you know medium to high profile reviews mentions coverage stuff and they didn't post anything about it and i followed up with um with Nightboat and I was like hey like why is our stuff like why are they not posting our stuff and they pushed and pushed and pushed, and it took them until literally last week, the book came out officially in November, until last week for them to circulate the coverage. Um, Meanwhile, they were circulating like much smaller coverage of much smaller singular books of poetry. And I mean, the only thing, the only conclusion I can draw here is that it's because it's a trans object that they're not, that they fail to understand or support.
3: Um, that story is actually new to me. So that's incredible. I had no idea that we were being like low-key censored by the distributor. Fascinating. Um,
2: the, I get their emails because I use to work books. <laughs> right, right, I
3: check, okay.
2: I check to see if, you know, they're doing the thing they should be doing, which is their job, which is to assemble publicity for the
3: publishers that they distribute. Uh-huh, right. I mean, so it, it, that's that's fascinating. So, you know, like, and I, by fascinating, I mean in this case, it kind of fucked up. Like, wow, <laughs> okay. that's real. That's really fucked up. Um, uh, I, I, so okay. Um, I mean, I guess so. This plugs into something that you know, Andrew and I have talked about a lot, which is that there absolutely is, uh, and we should not kid ourselves about how deeply it goes. There is a great degree of cultural uh, uh um uh um fascination with uh trans bodies and also um discussed at uh trans bodies this is definitely and i i don't mean bodies here as a kind of euphemism for people i really do mean like bodies um and for especially for like but somehow gender indeterminate body a somehow medically, you know, intervened in body. Uh, um uh, uh like uh, you know you can kind of put all all of all of that you know together in, in whatever combinations you want. Um uh but we shouldn't um be confused i think actually about the degree to which you know like people really want to see like uh and also are really disgusted by um uh uh, kind of trans people occupying social space in various ways um that's definitely true and so i think that that shows up with the book um, to a certain extent, um, uh, insofar as you know, like one of the things that we really wanted, like there's a lot of there's a lot of fucking in this book. Um, there's a lot of fuck poems. There's a lot of poems about desire. There's a lot of very bivalent poems about like how people sort of imagine or represent their bodies to themselves and stuff like that. Um, and and you know, I mean, I think that that is definitely going to provoke certain reactions. Among, among some people, it'll be um, relief and excitement and, and titillation and, and, you know, like a sense that, that this concretely joins up with all the other stuff going on it. and other people, it's just gonna be like, they're they're just gonna be grossed out. That's, you know, they're gonna tell on themselves, right? And that's kind of okay, um, you know, in part because like, n- we all, no, nobody's interested in in. I mean, it's like fucking. It's like poetry. Like nobody reads it reads it anyways. It's not like we have to conform. It's not like it's television, right? We don't have to worry about uh, uh, um, our, 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 our uh, uh, ratings. We don't have to worry about like um, broadcast uh rules. Uh, we can kind of just do what we want. Um, and so there's kind of no reason to compromise on 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 that side of it. But I do imagine that it will produce use this different series of reactions. I mean, in general, I'm, I'm continually fascinated by what is and is not legible about trans culture to cis people. Uh, <laughs> um, I will sometimes have exchanges with my friends where I'll be like, okay, well, this is a nasty word that like we used to talk about each other, but like, you will never hear me say it again. <laughs> but I'm kind of glad that they don't know it. Uh,
0: jumping off of that, if, uh... Who is, gonna, who is going to play each of you in the Netflix original series We Want It All? <laughs> Cast yourselves.
3: I would like to be played by uh, Diamanda Galas or Gina Davis.
0: Excellent.
2: Oh my God. I have a really hard time answering this question. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Mostly because I'm a Leo and so part of me feels like I should play myself. Um, or like find someone and like make them make them shadow me for like a long time. Like, you know, when, when Kristen Stewart plays Joan Jett in the Runaways movie, they like hung out for months and months so Kristen Stewart could like learn um, Joan Jett's like manner of speaking and like affect and gestures and all this. And I feel like it would have to be either I would play myself or someone would have to shadow me, <laughs> but I don't know who it would be. Because um, I don't, there aren't a lot of people who look like me, frankly.
3: I like the idea of of you playing opposite me, but me played by like Diamandica Loss. Uh, oh, the diamonda Galas of 1985, by the way, like that is the one we're talking about. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure yeah. she's great right now. It's just, you know, you like have to get the ages like kind of right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, approximately. I like that idea too. Case two would be, you know, since we've determined- oh.
3: I, I mean, do you think that? Do you think that 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 case you could do me? That'd be kind of great.
0: <laughs> yeah, she, she she could.
3: We're both brunettes, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Who who's a who's a, who's a Leo? Who I don't even know who the Leo actors are.
3: Um...
0: Jennifer Lawrence
2: know
3: that's that seems like not i think i can't i can't see my
2: favorite it. leo actor is viola davis um but she obviously should not play me she's <laughs> perfect
0: um. <laughs> um all right uh i guess that's kind of coming up against the time that we have for today um so uh yeah i just want to thank you both we've had uh andrea Abikaram and kay gabriel discussing we want it all an anthology of radical trans poetics which i strongly urge everyone to go pick up at their bookstore if it's open or if it's closed due to covid to order it to have it shipped to their home or go to bookshop.org go to skylightbooks.com um it is absolutely wonderful and uh, everyone needs to work on imagining the world of the future and start living in it today um thank you both so much for joining me and sharing your work and your thoughts
3: thank you so much Gleb this has been a pleasure thank you so much Glab, and Skylight and Skylit
0: and Skylit all right
3: <laughs> good night
0: good night thanks y'all